Hey guys, welcome back to Midwesterners Lament. If you listened to my last podcast, um, it was about astrology, and, you know, uh, I'm so sorry if you made it through the whole call and you started questioning, you know, the sanity of my psyche. You have every full right to do so, because, in fact, I do it every day. So, I had to just, I literally had to rant about this, because I just think it's hilarious. And it really does go hand in hand with the podcast that I'm putting up next, which I already have recorded, but I was kind of waiting for the right time to post it. Like I said, you know, most of my podcasts are a bit heavy. (laughs) Um, So I get in the car with my mom, and it's, this is pretty much how it goes. I'm really excited. I wake up in the morning. I've got this good energy. And then I'm like talking about something I'm like really passionate about, but like background, you got to have a little bit of context here. My mother is the most loving and endearing person, okay? She really is. She literally can't even help herself from just loving everyone. She also has a very deep-rooted religion, (laughs) and she is a very, very strong Christian, and that's all you need to know to understand this next part. I get in the car, and she's asking me how I'm doing. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm good. I've been reading up on, like, astrology and stuff, and it's really interesting. And before I even finish the word astrology... I'm literally like, yeah, so I started reading about astrology, and she literally cut me off, and she goes, Becca Kimple, that is demonic. That is the devil's work. Why are you getting into that? And I just took a second, and I really, you know, I could have I could have just ranted about how dumb that viewpoint is, but I thought about where she's coming from, and I'm like, okay, this woman probably just has no idea what astrology is. So I just collected my thoughts for a second. And I just looked at her and I said, Mom, do, do you know what astrology is? And she goes, no. I said, okay, well, I'll just give you a brief explanation. Astrology is literally just the interpretation of space. That's it. That's all that it is. It is not the devil's work. <laughs> when I look up my readings and I look up my astro charts, I am not worshipping the stars. <laughs> but it got me into a whole just plethora of questions that I started having. What is the skepticism and just these complete bullshit stereotypes that are put towards anything that has that isn't, you know, religion or it isn't commonly believed by a group of people? Okay. Um, and of course, yeah, there are astronauts. Uh, me, I'm becoming one. But the difference of astrology is that you're not you're not basing your beliefs off of um, someone who whether it's literally every religion pretty much believes the same thing okay if you get to the underlying thing everyone believes in this higher power and that this prophet was brought on earth and literally think about it buddha fucking muhammad jesus all of these influential characters in the bible and the quran even literally even the book of mormon okay these are all very similar timelines very similar stories they're just interpreted different ways now that gets me thinking how is that okay? But it's not okay for me to analyze space and, and how we may possibly be affected by the energy and vibration in space. And dude, when I tell you, I might have been obsessed about astrology, but I have been learning more and more. I think I recorded my last one like last week. Well, even in a week span, I have, I've lit- people have literally been paying me $5 just to read their astro chart. And you know, that's obviously if I... <laughs> If I really don't want to take the time out of my day and do it, I mean, come on, me searching things for three hours, 
I don't know, maybe maybe charging people is wrong, but okay, I'm broke, all right? I am broke, and I will take what I can get. But, you know, to my friends, it's genuinely interesting for me to look up stuff, and I just like telling them about stuff and who they are, and every single time, it is it's never a failure that when I read this stuff and I really go into it, and, you know, I'm not just telling them about their zodiac sign, I'm telling them about every single specific life experience that it could be predetermined or based off freedom, you know? Um, but it really got me into uh, learning more about why astrology is even so significant. Like, if it is so accurate, which it is, there's gotta be, there's gotta be more answers to space then. Like, we haven't discovered, like, what, like, 95, 98% of space? Like, we don't know what the fuck is going on up there. We have no idea. And, I stumbled across this website and it showed a diagram of life, basically, like in terms of space. Um, you know, the, the second you just kind of came to be, it literally goes from the bottom of the scale is conception, and then it goes to birth, and then it goes to like midlife, and then death. But here's the really cool part, part about this, that in this diagram, the bottom of it was the first house. It goes all the way to the 12th house at death, but it starts up again at one. Okay, so that that has me thinking, my skeptical self, how do we not go anywhere else after? Like, if you think about the deep-rooted beliefs in religion, dude, why the fuck would I want to go my whole life thinking that if I don't make certain choices, if I mess up in a certain way because it's against the Bible or it's against what I believe in, then I'm gonna burn in hell for eternity? What? Why? <laughs> Why would God, if he's this, if he's this loving and all-powerful being who just wants us to succeed, why would we be guaranteed death for making human fault, like, faulty decisions, things that are natural for us to do? The Bible even acknowledges that we make mistakes. So what confuses me, especially when it comes to the term of Christian faith, what really confuses me and what I've really just come out of, because when you start to question things and then people are giving you these vague answers, you know, I remember driving past a church. It said, "We walk in, uh, we walk in faith, not by sight." Right? Well, that's just not how my brain works. I need to have factual evidence of something. It needs to relate to me. It needs to be something I can understand and make sense of, and it's rational. Otherwise, I'm not going. To sorry. Oh my goodness. I hope that didn't completely kill anyone. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm not going to conform to this indoctrination of beliefs to literally make me just a nest of fear my whole life. And that is what I have been taught to believe. Whether my parents do it, or not even really my parents, I've, I have talked about how I've got that really beautiful balance in my parents, and, you know, nothing that my mom does is anything but love. This woman loves me to death, probably more than anyone in the whole world. So she's doing this because her whole life, when you get fear instilled into you that if you do this, you will go to hell. If you do this, you know, you have to ask for forgiveness, you have to make up for everything, you have to be perfect, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't have sex before marriage, all of these things that it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're naturally going to want to do those things. And let me tell you, when you're restricted your whole life and you're told not to do things, guess what? You're going to go do those things. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. And I just consumed everything that I shouldn't have been consuming because I was curious. I was being sheltered. I, I wanted to know what was going on. And as I got older, and I realized, oh, okay, I can start questioning things. It is okay to question. You know, I'm not, I'm not completely disavowing my belief in God by asking the simple question of, why is life like this? 
Why are we told to believe this? And also, why would God give the devil his ultimate job? I mean, the Bible itself, word for word, literally says that uh, Lucifer, Satan, was casted out of heaven and sent to earth. Okay? The Bible literally says, and Satan was the ruler of all of the earth. So how are you going to tell me <laughs> that that we just go to... I honestly really think that this is hell. Like, if this isn't hell, then whew, whatever is hell, I... If it is real, I don't want to go to it. Because it already sucks. <laughs> like, life is really hard and there's so much evil. And so my way of counteracting that is to not live in fear and be fearful of that darkness and be fearful of anger and lust and all those natural things that we feel, I'm going to embrace them and decide what is good for me. Because, in all, you know, honestly, it's not selfish to say your life is about you. Your life is about you. It's your life. That's why we say it's my life, because it is yours and you have the power to do what you want. Other people will do everything they can to bring you down, but you have the power. And I just, I get so frustrated because when the people are like, oh, that's the devil's work. That, no, it's not. You you know what? Open up your mind for two seconds and just instead of taking on every single bias you've been told to believe and you've taken in and it's literally become a part of you, why? You know what I mean? Why? There's no point if you have this biased opinion, no one's going to conform to your belief if you're forcing it down people's throats you're accusing them of living their life wrong. You're saying that everything they're doing is wrong. Well, they're probably going to, one, either keep doing that, or they're going to keep conforming, and they're going to conform to that fear and then have a very flawed view of what Christianity, I believe, personally should be. Or they're going to completely abandon anything. Everything. They're literally just going to decide, this is stupid, I feel judged, why would I want to walk in a church if I'm immediately told, this is what you're doing what you're doing, your lifestyle is going to bring you to hell. Okay, that's not encouraging at all. And I think it's really important for people of our generation to acknowledge this. And dude, we are. I mean, I I hate using this word. I hate saying woke. But we are a woke generation. Okay, we, we are starting to see things that people for years ignored. And we're not being quiet about it. We have social media now. We can literally do whatever we want. I like that I just got hiccups, right, as I'm getting to the best part of this. But as our generation being so open-minded, um, and we have been, we see the lies, okay? We're like, what is this bullshit? You really telling me I'm born to literally just live and then die? Work my entire life, retire, and then die? Like, no. That's not me. That's not what I'm going to do. And, and as, as much as it sucks that we basically have to conform to this system, because that's life and this is the world that we live in, I'm not going to conform to that way of thinking. Absolutely not. If I have any intuition at all, I'm going to take what I hear and see. And yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I'm going to take what it, what I see and I'm going to learn from it, but I'm not going to make it define who I am. I don't identify really as Christian anymore. I do believe in God, but I don't know what God is. I don't know. I don't understand how this whole world came to be. But seeing that diagram and, you know, it showed right next to that whole, you know, you basically, like I said, conception, birth, life, death. As it starts from the bottom, you spiral. It just spirals. It's like a giant, just obviously, because the earth is spinning, but you're spinning along with the earth and you're going and you're going and you're going. The, that shape that it showed in that diagram is the exact shape of our DNA. The exact shape. So how can you tell me that we aren't a part of the universe? 
I mean, we're in the universe. If you believe in evolution, which, mind you, my mom said, well, I don't believe in evolution. I said, well, what do you believe in? She goes, creation. And I said, well, why can't you believe in both? Like, what if God created the universe and then scientifically evolution happened? I mean, they can go hand in hand. The argument that God and, uh, you know, science can't go hand in hand, I disagree. I really think they do go hand in hand. And, you know, I, the whole thing with, I've said, I've seen numbers and I felt this energy that someone is guiding me. I don't know what that is, but I know someone is. Whether that's God or the universe, or if it's both, whatever that is, that spirit that I feel inside of me, that's motivating for me, and that's all I need. You know, my mom will always counteract with, well, if you just went to church, you know, and just learned more about Jesus, honey, I don't need to right now, because that's not what I feel passionate about. I feel that God is real, and that we all are getting not even subtle messages. I mean, people are waking up, and it's, it is crazy. My friends that had no idea about any of this stuff and had, I mean, seriously, I tell them these things and it's like, it's like they've just been sheltered from being open-minded their whole life. And it's sad to see it, but dude, the beauty of them being like, what? And them finally realizing what they believe, bro, it really brings you out. It makes you feel you have a purpose. And that is what I will, I will literally tell the day I die. I don't care if it annoys people. I will say every single person that is living and breathing on this earth regardless of what their situation is, regardless of if they were handed a tough card, they are here for a reason and you have a purpose. And I think that if you seriously just step away from the norm sometimes, my, my uh, co-star app, which is, you know, just a really in-depth uh, astrology reading app, every day it's reminding me, I don't owe anyone anything just because I'm a nurturer, just because I have a tendency to want to help everyone. That doesn't mean I have to help everyone because deep down, I got a lot of shit I got to figure out. So what this is doing for me is I'm not in this obsession craze for it. It is comforting, guys. Like this, this stuff, reading about myself and then reading about ways to overcome things I struggle with, ways to go about certain situations that I probably will face in life. It is, it's just such a relief. And I think more love, <laughs> seriously. Like I used to be such a little brat. I was such a brat, I was selfish, I was mean, I gossiped for no reason, and now, when someone sits and talks to me about someone that I don't know, or they're gossiping, I get physically angry, because I'm just trying to harness all of the positivity that I can, and it does become draining, because other people don't reciprocate it, and then I start to question myself and my own values, no more. Seriously, no more. I mean, if you know that you're confident about something, quit letting other people decide for you, dude. Like... And I'm saying this to myself and to everyone else because I have to remind myself it every day. It is your life. You are allowed to believe what you believe. This life is a learning journey. Our life is not something that we're going to have a booklet read out to us and it's going to tell us what to do with every situation. No, but that is the point of life. That we're here for a reason. We're here to learn. We're here to share. And I could go on and on about... <laughs> I really just believe if everyone loved themselves... And then just shared that with others and positive vibes and self-love. I know that's how I sound. <laughs> don't play with me. I know that's how I sound, but I don't care. Because it's true, for real. Like, I don't, care how I don't care how cheesy that shit is. It's the truth. Live your life with a goal, and that goal is to not only succeed, but just be happy. But you can't be happy if the others around you aren't happy, because that'll make you unhappy, right? Yeah, math equation, two plus two, pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> So with that, I'm going to go. <laughs>
but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I didn't even know before I ever started this stuff that I could even do anything like this for free. And it's amazing. And I don't even care if anyone's not listening. Like, but the ones that are, seriously, if you listen to me, I appreciate it so much. I, all I want to do is speak to people. I really just want to get this message out. If I die young, which, hmm, by the way, my 12th house says I'm probably going to die young. Not that I'm <laughs> infected by that at all. No, <laughs> but for real, I just, I want to help. For real, more, wow, Becca, stop saying for real. See, this is why I cut it off at a good point. Okay, I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back to Midwesterners Lament. Now I have a question for you guys. Um, Have you ever taken so much pre-workout? that like, you know, you can feel it in your veins, you've got that like, disgusting but also amazing like, itchy feeling in your skin and you're like, I gotta lift. Well, um, I took some and I decided I didn't want to work out. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, what can I do with my energy right now? I decided I might as well pace my studio and rant on a podcast. Huh, it's perfect. Great ideas. I'm just full of them. <laughs> so... I want to talk about something that is energizing me in ways that I do not understand. I kind of feel like I'm going crazy a little bit. Um, you know, I already have been thinking that for as long as my brain was capable of understanding that term. Um, but lately, it's just this, like, surging energy in my body and, like, in my brain all the time to communicate with people is insane. Like, I don't even know who I am right now. Like, if you would have told me... I'd be working at an inbound center, and during my free time, I'd be drawing tattoos of astrology shit. Like, who am I? I didn't even know that I could draw. <laughs> and I'm not saying, oh, like, oh my gosh, yeah, I made these grand masterpieces. No, but, like, f I have found different ways to connect with myself recently that, like, this is what I've been begging for, praying for, literally just to be accepting of myself and my own mannerisms, the way I am, how I speak to people, how I talk so much, like, this is who I am, and honestly, finally harnessing this, I'm like, well, damn, like, there's a lot of things that I can learn, and things I didn't even know I could do, and I think these, when I say energy, it's this drive and this push to share this with other people, this feeling of excitement for life, <laughs> like, who is saying that? excited just to to live like being a part of this okay let me quote uh becca three years ago in this stupid system that we're all chained by and there's no point to even like go towards anything because at the end of the day like our money isn't even ours <laughs> i could go on for a very long time <laughs> talking about the attitude that i used to have towards life because honestly i used to take in a lot of other people's negative energy and i would just suck it in and kind of just make that who i am for the time being yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I don't have, I don't have time for that. Honestly, I don't really care. I want everything around me to be positive because I can't afford to crumble anymore, and I can't afford to be stuck in a shitty thought pattern for literally no reason. I don't have the mental space anymore. I don't have the emotional capability to, to just sit and bask in negativity. I can't do it anymore. I don't, when I listen to someone talking crap about someone or, you know, literally just sitting there and talking about someone I don't even know, or maybe I do know them, but I don't know them that well. And they're just releasing all of this horrible information about this person. And it, not even that it's horrible because, you know, they did something or whatever, but 
in such a negative light, portraying someone that you probably deep down don't even care about. I just, I can't listen to it anymore. It's like, eh, eh, sh shut up. I, uh, nope. Okay, please don't, please don't say that about that person. I don't know. Let me make my own judgments. Like, but that is not who I used to be. Like, I literally, just for fun, would talk shit about people because that's just what I did. I don't know if that's, maybe everyone does that. I felt like I was like the shittiest person because I would be done saying something and I'd be like, why did I just say that about that person? Like, I honestly don't even dislike them. Like, why am I randomly going out of my way to make other people feel bad about this person that they probably haven't met? And I'm just starting to see, you know, what you exude in person, what you give out to the public, that is what people perceive. And I wish I would have learned that a long time ago, but at the same time, I'm glad I'm learning it now because I don't think that I would have been capable of sticking to this mindset unless like I was alone and single and not attached to anything that would, you know, force me to go in one way. It is honestly so freeing. Like, I know this <laughs> I sound like I'm literally guys, listen, I have a revelation. Everyone needs to listen to me because I have the answer to your life. But for real though, I think <laughs> I think I'm kinda learning it and it's has nothing to do with what anyone else has to say what anyone else has to do what they do dude what someone else does in their life is their life i mean why do you think every one of us is like it's my life i think i've said this before in a podcast so i don't know if i'm having deja vu before or if i literally said that in the last one but i put this uh thing on instagram i put a post and i was like because i've learned this in therapy and i think it's the best quote ever because it honestly relates to me because i take what everyone else says to heart so deeply to the point where it like basically runs what i do and how I think. And the best quote ever was, um, uh, what other people say about you is none of your business. That right there is like my favorite quote ever because it's true. No one, I mean, think about it. Um, someone else sitting and saying something on their, on their phone, they're sitting behind a screen and they're saying something to you that they probably won't have to deal with consequences from. Maybe you might say something back, but either way, you know, there's power there and that's a power dynamic, making someone feel like shit for no reason. But when someone says something to you in person, like, that hits you so much harder, right? So much harder. Like, if someone says something to you, you've built these things up in your mind, you're proud of something, you know, you, you, there's something that you want to do in your life and someone just shits on it, they don't know how much that shit can affect you. Like, literally, I know I've said things to people, if I see someone's face drop after I say something, dude, I don't stop thinking about that for days. I have to, I have to apologize. Like, and even after I apologize, I'm like okay, don't ever want to be that bitch again. Like, I just think what I've been learning that I never fucking knew would help is, uh, I don't know, self-reflection. <laughs> Stepping back and not, not presuming judgment towards every person around me because deep down I'm covering, like I'm basically pro, I'm, what's the word for it? Exuding personal confidence when deep down I don't have any. And that is what I have come out from and so when I go on and on and on about these different things that I'm starting to learn, it's because I, I, well, one, I can't help it, as you can tell, but also because I'm seeing the benefits from other people. The people I've met coming to me and saying that they've, you know, that these things that I've been um, reading from them, from their astrology has related to them so much and, you know, it's helping them figure out who they are and they're using it as a mantra. I do that because 
dude, that's me. Like, it is exactly what I've needed forever. And not just astrology. Like, it's not just about that. Like, everything, you know, obviously they talk about the placements and blah, blah, blah. But the actual just overall undertone of learning about self-healing has nothing to do with worldly objects or other people. It is literally finally being able to look at yourself and not just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying that you're beautiful, that you love yourself, you know, because you're not going to wake up one day and be like, you know, perfectly satisfied with who you are. I'm beautiful. I love myself. And no one, nothing anyone ever says to me today is going to hurt my feelings. I'm going to be good all day. Like, no, not going to, not going to happen. But it's a constant, it's just constantly telling yourself, one, that you have the capability to control your life, okay? Not everything is just going to come to you like a fucking car hitting you in the middle of the road when it's nighttime and you're in the middle of nowhere. You didn't hear anything and it hit you. That's not how it is. Most of the time, you, I mean, admit it, you get little signals, you get gut feelings. I mean, for me, I literally hear certain words in my head and then I'm like, oh, okay. But for some people, it just, when you're not aware of how you are and how you react to certain things in your surroundings, then it's really hard to actually come out of hard things. And you can most of the time stop them because I know obviously some people are shit out of luck. Their hand, their hands are just the worst deck of cards. But most of the time you do have the power to change your life. And I'm saying that from a perspective of someone who literally got in so many car accidents, dude, (laughs) I'm going to have a lot of stories to tell my kids. And they're going to be like, holy shit, my mom is batshit crazy. (laughs) Like, they're literally going to think that I'm insane. But I'm going to take that and teach them that no matter what you do, you need to make choices based off of what it is going to do to your life, not just what, not how you feel in the moment. Every single choice you make has a, a reward or a consequence every time. And a lot of the times we're aware of the consequences, but because we're human, because we love life and the energy that different things bring around us, especially when they're new, you know, it's not realistic to just say that you're always going to be in a conscious mindset. That's not, that's not at all possible. But when you do notice that something is off, like finally taking a second to stop from the real world, well, you you know what I'm saying, (laughs) the busy world around you and all the other people, stopping for a second and digging deep down into why you're thinking something and find a way to heal from it. Whether it's because it might not just, it doesn't have to be one specific situation. I mean, think about it. There's probably things in your childhood. There's definitely things in my childhood that happen to you that you naturally just don't think about. It's in your your subconscious. You know, they're things that you're not proactively thinking about, but they transfer to self-doubts. They transfer to feeling like you're not worthy of something or someone else's love. All of these things, they can lead to thought patterns that just ultimately lead you to just thinking that you don't deserve the things that you absolutely deserve. And I've said it a hundred times, I know I have, but I genuinely think that those feelings you get, like the, you know, if you're about to go somewhere, I know I felt this way. You know, I mentioned car accidents, like, Sometimes I'll get a random gut feeling of like, okay, I'm going to go to this place. I might, for some reason, be at risk of a car accident tonight. And I'll get that gut feeling to stay home, right? Sometimes I do stay home and sometimes I go out. And I'm not like I get a car accident every time. But 
I always end up realizing why I was getting that feeling later because I'm like you can feel the energy everywhere that you go and what what really comforts your soul what makes you happy it gets set off when you're not in an environment that supports it so when you're putting yourself in an environment constantly where you're not supported it is going to damage your soul that's just how it works so finding something that makes you genuinely happy being around people that are goal-oriented, that they share the same goals, similar goals to you at least, that they're on the same wavelength. Because if they're not, it's not like you have to ignore those people and dump people that you've been around for your, forever, but acknowledging there is other, there's, there's other things out there. There are people who you can probably relate to more. There are people who are more positive, people who are more intuitive and open up to things, or opening, opened up to things English Becca but there are people that share things with the same things as you like if you go your whole life being scared or being doubtful of putting your trust in others obviously the world is insane you can't put your trust in everyone that's not what I'm saying but being open and receptive to change I, I think that I think that might be what I'm trying to actually get to <laughs> let me just whoo <laughs> slow down off the train real quick if you oh my gosh I just completely lost my train of thought nope nope I'm gonna remember it I'm gonna remember it I'm going back to that thought okay <laughs> if you focus on being okay with change changes you know for some reason that word is like a cuss word to most people and it was for me for a long time. But honestly, I've been so used to change and so used to things being like black and white, like everything's fine, and then all of a sudden have to get my whole life together. It's happened more times than I should probably be able to say at 22, but here we are. Devil can't get me. I'm fucking right here, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I've realized that change is the healthiest thing people go through, especially if they're, if they're able to acknowledge that that needed to happen. Everything that happens. I mean, am I glad that I've almost died so many times? Nope. But at the same time, I kind of am. Because it has woken me the fuck up. <laughs> like, I actually care about my life now. And for a while, I was reckless and I didn't care. I'll be genuinely honest. Did not care. But now that I do, I'm like, okay, I need to do everything I can to keep this feeling here. <laughs> because I don't want to lose it and I'm I'm really seeing other people kind of like bounce off my energy now like actually being kind being more honest I mean I, I'm obviously not a walking bitch like I'm not mean to everyone all the time but maybe just not complaining as much you know not giving off this energy of I don't want to be here or just all this stuff I've lost that desire simply because I've I looked it in the face and I said you know I don't want people to view me like this, and I don't want to feel this way about myself. So let me just do a quick 360. And 360? 180. Oh my god. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. Um, disregard the, the past mm, 15 seconds. <laughs> Rewind. All right. Um, so <laughs> I just think you guys seriously are our age group has we are so fit to be a generation of change like we, there's a moving force in us and I think that people above us recognize that 
so they're threatened. Why do you think they call millennials so stupid? Like, we're just the dumb... I mean, I'm not a, a millennial, technically a Gen X, but all of us, we're categorized as just horrible, <laughs> stupid, naive. We believe everything we hear. But the funny part is that we don't. <laughs> like, we definitely don't. And I see it even in kids as young as 13, questioning everything, and I love to see it. It's amazing. Because at this young age, they're starting to see what's going on. Like, why are you guys painting everyone in a terrible light? Everyone's so mad at each other all the time, most of the time for very little reasons. People can't seem to agree on anything nowadays. People are offended by everything. It's just, what's going on? It's because we've been trained to be like this. Like, we have been told, we've been fed these negative ways of thinking for years, our whole life. Literally, our whole life. And then we're meant to, you know, uh, there's a stigma around depression and anxiety. And then all of a sudden it's, it's literally being talked about. Like everyone says they have anxiety when they're just feeling anxious. It's just, it's, it's crazy how it just goes back and forth and back and forth. And then now everything biologically is being, you know, I'm not even going to get into that, but it just seems like we're trying to jump the hurdle instead of just moving through life like everyone's just trying to when I say change accepting change I don't mean how they're literally trying to change us all the time make us want to get something that we maybe didn't want maybe want to change our face we people surgery is so common now and I'm not judging anyone for doing that but what I'm pointing out is society has a very I mean honestly subtle but genius way of convincing all of us that we're just sheep that we have no purpose, that we're just little ants on the earth. Bullshit. Then why am I still here? Because if I was just a little ant that was stupid because I have done stupid things and I've been very dumb for years, if that was the case, I would probably not be here right now. <laughs> but there is a purpose, like, with everything that happens, and I think that if we're awake enough to see this, inf this influence on us and be aware that, okay, you know, honestly, genuine love comes within myself, because if I don't love myself first, accept everything I've been through, I'm going to be stuck in the same place. Insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, okay, uh, brief interruption. I just listened back to that. And I talk so fast that I can't even understand what I said in some parts. So just a little memo to y'all. Um, I won't do that again. And the next time that I get on a mic, I won't be pacing. I'll, I'll be prepared. Okay. See you next time.